Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. That clip brought to you by the protesters that were down on the National Mall yesterday for President Trump's uh, 4th of July celebration. They were down there protesting. You heard the song. I thought it fitting to start off the show that way. I appreciate the Spotify viewership. I appreciate the Google Play viewership. I appreciate the iTunes viewership. You can find me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge follow the show there keep tabs on everything we got going on when the latest shows will be posted also i'm going to start doing or requesting some more feedback from you guys uh this show it's going to be a little different than our previous format it's going to be an interactive show i'm going to be requesting a lot of feedback from you guys i'm gonna you know ask the listeners a lot of questions i want you guys to think give me your feedback give me your responses you know you don't have to write a book you don't have to write a dissertation you can hit me up on social media on instagram once again unprocessed underscore knowledge hit me up let me know your thoughts because i'm gonna be asking you guys a lot of questions just this show and i really want you guys to think because once again i don't do this show to make sure you guys think how i think but i want to make sure you guys are thinking and the format of this show is going to be a little different. I thought it fitting this 4th of July holiday. I don't like dating the show, but this 4th of July holiday, I'm going to switch things up because I really want a lot of feedback from you guys. I want to know how you guys feel. But before we get into the show, the first thing I want to do is I want to make a correction. Last show, I gave a book reference talking about the oppression and racism in Hawaii. And I referenced a book called The Great white flood i made a mistake that book actually talks about oppression and racism white supremacy and how it affected the island of australia so the great right can't even talk the great white flood is a book that's all about systematic racism white supremacy white supremacy and how it affected australia the book that i meant to reference i got so many books on the brain that talks about how colonialism, systematic oppression, well, systematic racism, white supremacy, to be exact, oppression, how that pretty much destroyed the native Hawaiians in the island of Hawaii. That book is called From a Native Daughter, Colonialism and Sovereignty in Hawaii. So you can find that book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever books are sold. You can find that book. That's the book I meant to reference and I got confused. But hey guys, check put both books on your reading list. Check them both out. All right? From Hawaii to Australia. Colonialism, oppression has destroyed non-white people all over the world. Not my opinion, just a fact. Some other I guess we can call them topics in the news this week that I wanted to touch on. Bill O'Reilly, he went to Twitter and he said this about reparations. And I quote. Slavery reparations is a far left favorite because it does a number of things. It reinforces the radical belief that the United States was founded by racist white men who installed a system whereby white guys would run everything and blacks, women, and others would be exploited. It also defines poverty among minorities as not the fault of the individuals, but an unjust society that exists 
today. That's what Bill O'Reilly Bill O'Reilly said on his Twitter about the topic of reparations. Only thing I have to say about it is that's exactly what happened. Now, keep in mind, Bill O'Reilly is a person who makes tens of millions of dollars writing history books. (laughs) I'll repeat that. Tens of millions of dollars writing history books. He's basically saying in this tweet. If America pays reparations, we will be admitting that America was built on an unjust system where, you know, an unjust system of oppression. And we can't admit that. Therefore, you should never pay reparations because I'm just going to play the I'm white and I say so game. And I'm white and I say that didn't happen. But it did. And I'm not going to do a whole show on it. I'm not going to argue about it. Anybody who is willing to pick up a high school level history book and just read a little bit of American history up until uh, 1865 or hell up through the Jim Crow era. If you know a little bit about a little bit, um, we should be on the same page. But moving on. Another thing that was in the news today that kind of, you know, caught fire right before the 4th of July holiday was the the Nike situation. Um, Nike was going to put out a pair of shoes with the the Betsy Ross American flag on, on the back of the shoes. And I believe Colin Kaepernick intervened. A few other people intervened and they decided uh, to, to, to cancel the shoe. They're not going to put the shoe out. For those of you who don't know the Betsy Ross American flag, that's the flag with the 13 stars that go in a circle. It's been credited as it, it's one of the earlier versions of the American flag. Uh, Betsy Ross has been given credit for stitching that flag, even though historically there is really no. The, the story is that Betsy Ross met George Washington and she made this flag. There's no historical proof to back this up, but that's not my fight today. The issue is, or the reason that, you know, that that became such an issue isn't because Colin Kaepernick hates America or anybody hates America and you can't put an American flag on the shoe. That particular flag has been co-opted by white supremacist groups, extremist groups who want to maintain the system of white supremacy. They've co-opted that flag as symbolism for them. You can Google the white extremist group, the three percent. The three percent or three percenters, I'm not sure, you know, it's it's one of the two. But they use that flag. They use that Betsy Ross flag to represent them. Uh, These guys, they were down in Charlottesville. Uh, Quite a few other white supremacist groups also use that flag as as symbolism. You'll see it uh, as like a tattoo or like little patches that they wear on on their their jackets or whatever. Just it's, it's symbolism. To communicate with other white supremacists that basically says hey you know we're all in the same game uh i think like you so that's why it was a bad idea nike really should did, did they research on that flag it was a bad idea to put that flag on the back of a shoe because you know the, the young kids they know that these extremist groups they use that flag to communicate um, amongst amongst each other that is ba- oh one other thing i kind of wanted to talk about to i really dug into today's topic the Democratic race, the race, the presidential race is starting to starting to pick up a little bit of steam. And there's a ton of Democratic nominees who I think will be there toward the end. I think Joe Biden will be there. 
I think Bernie Sanders will be there. I'm not sure how long Senator Elizabeth Warren will last. I think possibly Senator Kamala Harris may be in the final four. I think those are pretty much the the three or the four big names, the ones that'll pick up steam in the fall. I'm not sure who's going to win the nomination at this point. It's too early to tell. Senator Kamala Harris, she did have a big week. My gut instinct tells me it's going to come down between Bernie and Joe Biden. One of those two is going to really fight it out to win the Democratic nomination to run against President Trump. That's what my gut feeling tells me. There's a lot of time left. I could be wrong. One thing I will say is that they spend a lot of time talking about reparations not being serious a hot democratic talking talking point is reparations and black people should get reparations we deserve reparations i think i talked about this on the last show i won't rehash that you, you can listen to the last show to understand how i feel about that if if you, you didn't catch it hey guys you miss one show you miss a lot but i will say i do feel like they're not being serious and other tangibles that we need to move forward like what are you guys going to do about you know police murdering people unjustly and and get away with it what are you going to do about the economics uh the black unemployment rate what are you going to do about the 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 spirit disparity i can't even get my work straight today guys what's going on me too much barbecue yesterday what are you going to do about the unjust medical system because there is a lot of racism within the medical system uh, when you look at the data especially when it comes to black women what are you going to it's a ton of unjust policies and under uh, the school to prison pipeline criminal justice reform what it's a ton of other issues serious issues we, we could be talking about that need to be taken seriously because let's be honest with you the democratic party they lean on the black vote they know they need the black vote in order to win anything. They know by studying metrics, by paying attention to social media, that reparations has been a big topic amongst black people. So they'll, they'll throw that out there just to make it seem like that they're in touch, that they're in tune with black America, that they care about the issues that black America cares about so they can get those votes. But you can tell they don't really care about it because they, they don't even talk about it seriously. They don't take it seriously. They don't talk about it seriously. And they really should. Uh, The topics and issues that concern other groups, they got policies, they got plans. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is when I'm going to instate it. But when it comes to our group, it seems like it's like, you know, I agree racism is a problem and vote for me. And, you know, I'll see you again in four years. But, hey, moving on. And today's topic of the show, you know, I want to talk about patriotism. I want to talk about patriotism and I know where you I'm not going to go where you guys think I'm going to go with this. You I'm don't want to talk about three, four hundred years ago. Not on this episode. I don't want to talk about July 4th, 1776. I don't want to talk about the 1960s. I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about the last 10, 12 years. I want to talk about right now, today. Fourth of July, 2019. How do you feel? Where's your level of patriotism at? 
Now, I got some questions I want to ask you guys, and I want you guys to really think. And don't be afraid to give me your feedback on, on social media, unprocessed underscore knowledge. I want to ask you guys, do you feel patriotic? Why? Why not? Now, I'm not going to argue with you one way or the other. If, if you want to wrap yourself in an American flag and, you know, march down to the National Mall and you love America, cool. But if you, why do you feel that way? And if you don't feel that way, why not? I really want to know, does the current administration push policies and laws that you feel represent your values as an American? I mean, if you live in this country, you're an American, right? You're an American if you live in this country. Even if you're here, I'm not trying to, you know, be snide. Even, even if you're here illegally, you live in this country, all right? Do you feel like the current presidential administration represent the values that you think America should have? Do you feel that way? Do you feel like you can freely be you in this country? Or do you think there is a barrier of oppression in your way? And I'm talking to everybody. When I'm asking these questions, I'm just not talking about black people. y'all. Every show I, I do, I'm just not talking to black people. I'm talking to everybody. I don't care if you're black, white, Latino, Asian, Native American or other. I don't care if you're male or female. I don't care if you're LGBT. I don't care if you know, what your political affiliation is. I don't care what your religious affiliation is. I don't care what your collegiate affiliation is. I'm asking you this question. Do you feel you can freely be you? Or do you think there is a barrier of oppression in your way? Why and why not? If you do feel there's a barrier of oppression in your way, who put that barrier there? What obstacles do you have to face? How can you get over those obstacles? How, 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 how can you move forward? How can you defeat that? Or do you think that you even can? Do you feel like you can be who you are and not get any pushback from it? Think about that. Another question I have. What does being an American represent to you? What does being an American represent to you in your mind, your ideals and your beliefs? What were you taught? What do you teach your kids? And how do you feel about it? Do you feel that the representation of America is put forth in action and not words? Let me rephrase that. Whatever being an American represents to you, Do you feel like America represents that? And how? I'm talking about tangibles. Whatever your ideals are about patriotism and being an American and, you know, however you feel about it. Do you feel like the United States government puts that forward in action or do they just put it forward in words? And there's a difference between action and words because you can talk that good talk all day long. But if you're not doing nothing, this just talk. Now, we need tangibles out here. 
We need something you can grab, you can touch that's real. Do you feel like America represents you? I'm, I'm being honest, guys. That's not an honest question. I don't know how you guys feel. I'm curious. Do you guys feel like America represents you no matter who you are, what you are, where you are? I don't know where you guys live. You can live in a, you know, you can live in the middle of a farm town in Nebraska. You could live downtown New York City. You can live uh, Pacific Northwest. You could live in the deep south. You know, I don't know. You, you could live anywhere. But do you feel like this country represents you? When you turn on the television and listen to the president say what he says, do you, do you agree? Do you disagree? When you see how people are being treated in ICE detention centers and, you know, America's policy on immigration and how people are being treated and, you know, build a wall and military reinforcing the border and other things going on. Do, do you do you agree? Do you disagree? When you hear or see images of people protesting on the National Mall, chanting America was never great, and they're, they're having physical confrontations with people dressed in Make America Great Again shirts and hats who, who want to fight and argue and tell them to get the hell out of the country. Um, if you f feel that way, how do you feel about it? Where do you stand? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Does this country represent who you are culturally? Physically, ideally, does it represent spiritually? Does it represent what you think America should be? Does it represent how you feel America should go forward as a country? And the last thing I want to ask you guys, if you had the authority to truly make America great, if you were in charge, what would you do? And why? Let's say you were in charge and you had the ability to push America forward to, and you know, you had the magic wand. You could institute laws and policies and change things for the better. What would you change and why? What do you think America needs to change to truly be great? Push it forward. Now, we all understand you can't erase the past. The past is the past. But you know what? We here now in 2019. So going forward, how can we do better? If you know better, you do better. Well, we know a lot now. So how can we move forward and do better? What would make you proud to be an American? If you're not already, you could already be proud to be an American. What flaws does this country have? What systems, what processes that are broken that you, if you could change, you would? And why? I want everybody to really, you know, really think about these things, guys. Really think about these things. Because, you know, this is America. America's got its problems. In my opinion, maybe you don't think it does. I really want to reach out to you guys this holiday weekend to find out how you guys think. When you see 4th of July celebrations, when you see, you know, President Trump having his, uh, birthday extravaganza for america with with the tanks and the fireworks and, and the speeches and you know the different viewpoints how do you feel about it how do you feel about america where's your level of patriotism how could it be better do you think it is where it should be do you think it should be better do you think it could be better do you even care i don't know i'm asking you guys 
But hey, once again, you can follow this show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Don't be afraid to give me your feedback on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to bite anybody's head off. Uh, I'm not going to argue with you. I may ask a few questions, but I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to fight and fuss. You guys can always reach out to me. Ask me anything. You know, show recommendations, show ideas, stuff you want me to talk about, book recommendations. I'm always available. The support for the show has been great. You know, just tell a friend. That's all I ask. If you want to further support my latest work, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy is available on Amazon.com. This has been the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.